Hey, it's Monday, and it's time for another. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything planned this that week. That was crazy. <laughs> Sorry, um, I, I don't. I don't have anything. Hey, here's today. <laughs> yeah, my my bad. Uh, it, it's 8 p.m. on Monday nights, which means it's time for another episode of FM Rager. Hey, now everybody. This is your host Connor Clifton, joined as always by my snarky co-host Ned Gale. <laughs> Ned, how you snarking? I'm snarking pretty good. That's good. Snarking right. around. Paul right. Bark Mall snarking. All right. Well, uh, how about I just... Uh, <laughs> That's a dog. Yeah, let me ask how your freaking weekend was, buddy. Okay, okay. Let's talk about the weekend because we had a long weekend. Uh, of course, we spend every waking moment together because we live together and do this radio show. So Friday night, we uh, we hung out. We got off work that we worked together at, too. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. And then we went to go see Shazam. Yeah, with uh, Cody. Uh, yeah. And Antoine, uh, friends of the show. Friends of the show. We went to go there, and then we went to get some really crappy wings. A pretty abysmal uh, Buffalo Wild Wings trip. Yeah. The whole time we were there, Cody kept asking, what happened? <laughs> Did they change something? What, what's Cody going on? grabbed me by the arm. Uh, my old ska band had a song about Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> oh, really? Goes, what was you it wrote called? a song about this. It was called Buffalo Wild Wings. What are you thinking? <laughs> Can you tell us how it went? Do you remember any of it? No, I forgot all of it, and the recordings are probably pretty tricky to find. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, so after Friday, then we drove up to Copper's Cove to see Cody mm-hmm. and the play he directed. Yeah, hey, yeah. Oh, man, it was awesome. It was awesome. His kids are so talented. Yeah. And, like, yes, I'm sure Cody's a very good teacher as well, like, driving into that direction. But there, there's some talent there, my guy. Oh, yeah. No, like, uh, he did an impeccable job. I, yeah. I would believe it if those kids were all college students majoring in theater. They were so damn good. Yeah. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Oh, oh, on the way out, we saw some, probably the best juju I've ever seen in public of all time. Uh, we were going over to Retrospect to grab uh, some coffee right before the road trip. Oh, right. And uh, as we're pulling onto the road we see this guy going down a longboard just like bombing that huge bridge right there and the dude in front of us stops his car gets out and we're like oh man is this guy about to yell at the skateboarder and he gets out and we see like he's a super long ponytail and he looks at the guy he's like yeah Woo! And like flash them a big old thumbs up. Yeah, that, that <laughs> it just kind of cheers them down. <laughs> that definitely set the road trip off to very good vibes right up top. <laughs> yeah. Like since that we like went into the coffee shop, we ran into our friend Jade, friend of the show. Then we got to go see Nick, friend of the show. <laughs> we had a really nice time. Uh, we saw this really great play, and then the ride back uh, was even more fun. You know, yeah, we got to yeah. talk and go through some nostalgic things. There was a tornado warning at one point. Oh, man, yeah, on the way up there, we were going through just, like, pure planes and tornado warnings, and it was uh, pretty scary. Yeah. I saw, I saw a cloud open up where the sun was shooting through, and we're like, we should drive by that faster <laughs> than we're driving. <laughs> I just, uh, you were driving, so I told you, hey, don't worry, I'll look up what to do in this case. <laughs> and when I Googled tornado car, it said, in the event of being in a car during a tornado, there are no safe options. Like, <laughs> you're freaking effed, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, then we finally got home, and we just crashed. Yeah, I think I just melted into the couch. Yeah. Get some, some cup noodles. <laughs> but, I mean, I think we had a pretty nice night. I mean, you got to... You played some music, mm-hmm. and then you listened to some music. Mm-hmm. You're playing some video games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I assume you were looking at your phone. Sure. Did you read anything physical? I did some reading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, it's like you were going through some kind of multimedia experience. Uh huh. And speaking of that, uh, your guest today is a poet and a multimedia performer, Tracy Tebow. Everyone, yeah. hey Tracy, how you doing? I'm great. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Are we getting? I don't hear. There she is. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Hi. How's it going? I'm 
great. Awesome. How do you are reading a book and making music and be on your phone? <laughs> I do it all at once. I'm like one of those one-man bands, but it's just a bunch of like <laughs> clicking sounds. Yeah, like Dick <laughs> yeah. Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. If you mic me, I'm a one-man ASMR experience. There's just like oh. page turns, <laughs> phone clicks. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tracy, how was your freaking weekend? Do you do anything fun? Do you get up in any... My freaking weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I had a great weekend, actually. Yeah. Uh, I went to a... Party at Smither Park on uh, Friday night. The uh, the Orange Show Park. The, the park yeah. night, the Mosaic Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. My friend Julia, who went to college with, it was her and her husband's joint birthday party. Ooh. Um, so I had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Really good time. Uh, Say Girls Day played. Ooh, nice. It was uh, free sushi. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was nice. Uh, we had a good time. We got to uh, see a pal, and then uh, Saturday morning, I did the farmers market. I do the farmers market, mm-hmm. the Urban Harvest farmers market. I bust poetry there. Um, so I did excellent this weekend. I got three different kinds of jams. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. In exchange for Name poems. those jams. Strawberry rhubarb pie jam. Wait, what? That's that, was one that jam? one jam? One jam. Oh, okay. 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 Strawberry rhubarb Coming pie Coming in jam. at number two. <laughs> um, it was some kind of cralapeno, like a cranberry jalapeno. <laughs> it, was a, it was sort of a poor mixing of the words. but I'm sorry, I, I kind of lost where we are. Were you naming Dungeons and Dragons monsters? I feel like a cralapeno is an appetizer at a horrible restaurant. <laughs> yeah, cralapeno. And then the third was uh, some some kind of like drunk drunken tomato. It was like a Ooh. savory, sweet tomato oh, paste thing. Yeah. Drunken. We got some Mayha jelly while we were out and about. Oh, um, yeah. I've never had Mayha jelly. Yeah. Do you know what Mayha is? No, tell me. Oh, crap. See, Con- right. Connor only knows what it is. This is some sort of secret jam. <laughs> it, it's some, like, real southern jam. Um, and it's What, like Leonard Skinner? <laughs> <laughs> you know it, man. Watergate don't bother this jam. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, uh, Mayha jelly, I do not know what it is but for the longest time i thought it was watermelon jelly what uh, color is it pink P- pink pink is my favorite <laughs> All right. well, i have a jelly lady so i'll ask her next Ooh. this weekend on saturday find out hey if you are that jelly lady or a jelly lady or a jelly person please call in at 713-526-8737 if you know what mayha jelly is mayha. may yeah. you call us Hey, you're going to fit in great. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, one of the things you just mentioned is that you were busting poetry at this event. Mm -hmm. Now, what is that? What do you mean busting poetry? Busking. 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 (laughs) Oh, my headphones suck. (laughs) Gonna bust. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) All right, I misheard. (laughs) Man. Uh, uh, Busking is whenever you kind of do any sort of art form on the street in exchange for money or um, a trade of some sort. So I write poems on a typewriter. You give me a word or a topic. I write a poem about it for you. And then you give me, um, you know, some dollars or in the case of being in a market, you know, some jelly <laughs> or a green, you know, or yeah. um, a coffee. So, yeah. I have one of those poems. Mm-hmm. You wrote one about me and this experience I had not being able to pick a drink in a very long aisle at a grocery store. <laughs> oh, yeah, your soda like conundrum. Yeah, I got mad choice anxiety just thinking about all the different sodas I could have had. Dude, MCA, man. Gets them every time. MCA. Yeah. What's it? Wait. Mad, mad choice, choice anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Is that like is that from something? Because <laughs> no. I just know I have choice anxiety. I didn't know about mad. Well, I you get said, angry you said mad from choice it. anxiety. Yeah. Oh, I got really excited about it. it. Sounds like a disease. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I I really enjoyed that poem. It was a really cool experience because Maria, Maria's correcting us. The term is jelly Americans. <laughs> so if you are a jelly American, please call in at seven one three five two six eight seven three seven. Thank you. Oh, aka seven one three jam Tris. Oh yeah. But tell us about jelly, not jam. Yeah, that's right. Um, crap! Now I lost my oh oh. So the experience of getting this poem poem from you was I I just ran into you and I was telling you like oh man I had this crazy event at the grocery store it was so weird and then when I paid you money you're like I got this and you wrote a poem just about that it was really cool and. I don't know. It was nice to get like yeah, an immediate no, poem. Out I of that. love your poetry too. Like for you, do it so quick, but it's always so so thick. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting a big bite with it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a very cool improv of, or, or marriage of improv and and writing. You know, yeah. it's like that's what it is. It's improvisation how, how, and and writing. How did you get into? Because I know you're you're also a fantastic improviser. Like. Uh, how, how did you get into doing that, the poems off the cuff like that? I was living in Los Angeles, and I went to this farmer's market, and I was taking classes at UCB at the time and uh, writing for a show, a sketch show there, and but sort of didn't love uh, acting, pursuing acting in L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, really difficult for me, just m with m emotionally and mentally. It was just kind of gross, I thought. So uh, I met a woman uh, who was busking at a farmer's market, and she had, like, her typewriter. She had this whole setup that was, like, attached to her bicycle. Whoa. And it, like, had this, like, fold-out, like, table and, like, her, her poem, you know, her, like, typewriter. And she would write you these poems. And I thought it was just, like, the neatest thing I'd ever seen. And I owned a typewriter, and, like, I wrote poems. And I did you know, and I was yeah, just like, yeah. holy moly. I remember <laughs> asking her, like, can I do this? And she's just like, I, it's, it's a form of work of course you can do it you know yeah. so I was like yeah like I was like is it your idea she's just like no and then I I could just get you to sign off on this <laughs> over the years I've like I've kind of realized that a lot of poetry buskers we sort of I've connected with a bunch of people that I don't know online sort of this like community of poetry buskers that I know like I know a girl in Colorado I know a guy in Alabama like I just you kind of that's meet awesome. each other you know it's like yeah. a fun network so yeah now I've also seen you incorporate music into this. Mm -hmm. uh, I've I've seen you do different shows where you, oh man, I don't know the terms, but I've seen you um, connect a hose from the typewriter <laughs> to some kind of speaker or computer, and you made music out of it. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a vocoder, I guess, um, but not exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the contact mic I wear on my throat is a little bit like a vocoder, but the typewriter, um, my partner Matt, same thing. He put a contact mic on the typewriter mm -hmm. you run it through some pedals and you can you know make a sick Space beat sounds. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah what, what, uh so, so you do music i've seen you do several live shows now and it's been cool to watch you kind of transition into that like become like how did how did that all happen uh i think it probably happened when i was on my book tour uh which is gonna be five years in september Dang. i'm due for another book uh i went on this book tour um this diy book tour which is the nerdiest kind of touring you can do but it's so <laughs> satisfying and i um i had started kind of at the uh, uh, improvising with uh performers on that tour so i would like if there was a singer or songwriter or person who played music i would be like would you make up a song with me as part of your set and I would type up the lyrics based on my suggestion and they would create a song and when I came back from my tour I told my partner Matt I was like I want to make the music though like <laughs> I, am, I can't but I don't want to have to learn how to play any instrument yeah, yeah. you know just like the, the cheapest kind of uh resolve is what I like had like to do it um and then he made it happen uh by just slapping a contact mic on my typewriter 
because I was like, I don't want to learn an instrument, you but I want to make sound. Long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that rules. Yeah. Now, you're also no stranger to partying. I've partied with you. I've seen you party. Partied with you, partied around you, at partied you. at you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh, wait. Hey, sick update, guys. Uh, Lindsay looked up what Mayha is. It's a hawthorn berry that ripens and drops in early summer around the month of May. You guys, it's almost Mayha season. Oh, my so goodness. So, yeehaw, I say to that. Mayha. And once again, we encourage you guys to call in at 713-526-8737. We should get some biscuits after the show, and then we can try this Mayha jelly. We should get some biscuits. Speaking of biscuits, you remember that restaurant Biscuit Junkie? They oh, turned yeah. into... Padness. 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 Sorry, I forgot we wanted to talk about this. Yeah, at the top yeah, of the yeah. Show. No, this is good. We are going to get back to the partying. Mm-hmm. But look, Padness, which opened up around the same time this show started, <sighs> yep. has closed its doors. That's right. FN Rager has lasted through another one, you guys. We're <laughs> going to be the last standing business in Houston. We have always talked about going there, and we never did. We tried going once, and there was a gas leak, so it didn't work out. <laughs> I told you we'd feel bad if it one day closed, and I feel really bad. I, I did feel bad reading the note because it was handwritten, and then I looked at the building again, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's that building. What did the note say? <laughs> Heavy heart, closed down, red beans in the back or something. I don't know. Red beans involved. in the back? No, That's not. so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like we got to shut down our door and move in with our mom and dadness. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a Cajun restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I did smell it one time, and it smelled good. <laughs> so this That's building- G-E-A-U-X-D. <laughs> good. This, this, this building, we had the money to save this restaurant, and we decided not to, and to just you buy the personally? building. We two, yeah. yeah, between us, we've sold enough of the F and Rager zine, which is still for sale. For $3. Yeah, for $3. Uh, you can find out more information at fnrager.com. Yep. But <laughs> so Wait. you're going to take all your Rager zine cash mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. invest it in this, yes. in this real estate. We're going to make an yes. F and Wager. We're going to invest in this building. But we don't have any friggin' ideas. Ah, we crud. make this show up as we go along. Nothing's written. Nothing's prescripted. I it, think we need to find out what the community wants that building to become. <sighs> I wish we had a way to do that. Well, <laughs> folks, if you call, you're really good at this. <laughs> oh, well, man, folks, are you gunning you, for my job? <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> folks, if you call in at 713-526-8737. One more time, 713 526 Connor and I heard an ad this weekend, which I'll post up on the Facebook next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, That was a radio station changing channels, and it was like, this is 102.7, 102.7. If you're looking for the zone, you'll find it at 93.7, 93.7, 93.7. Shut up. It was, it was this nonstop, and the loop never ended. Like, there was, and the loop was super long. I think it was we made a five it, minute loop. Yeah. Yeah. Of just that, like rapid fire, repeating and everything. Point being, guys, if you call in at 713-526-8737, guys, give us ideas. What should this building be? Yeah, keep in mind, this is the building that used to be Mangoes. It used to be Biscuit Junkie. It used to be Padna's. I'm getting a report from Lindsay that she did go there for Mardi Gras, and the king cake was a cinnamon roll with colored frosting. <laughs> Not actual king cake, you guys. Uh-oh. that's They were doomed from the start. <laughs> oh, man, cursed king cake. Tracy, what would you put in that building? Um, I would put in that building a um, do-it-yourself. Uh, I'm listening. <laughs> it's a do-it-yourself. <laughs> oh. Bathroom party. Oh, okay. Whoa, oh, okay. A do-it-yourself bathroom party. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of tubs. And everyone <laughs> just takes a bath. <laughs> 
You mean a bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bathhouse. Kind of, I feel like of all the businesses that have failed there. A bathhouse hasn't yet. It, a bathhouse has not failed Good point. Yet. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Is Montrose ready for a bathhouse? <laughs> I think that's what it, Montrose has always wanted. <laughs> it's true. Is a bathhouse. Uh, Ned, what would you put in there? Um... Boy, I was gonna say a slip and slide house, but bathhouse is pretty close to that. So let me let me think on that. What, what about you? Mattresses. Mattress. <laughs> we don't have enough of them. No. We don't. We don't. Yeah. So Tracy, you party. I party. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us what was your first party? I'm talking back to like childhood. For, for, yeah, first party experience. However you define that, because that could be a birthday oh. party. That can be your first time like partying. My like, first party experience. Yeah. What yeah. was your first like? This is a party. This is a party, huh? Mm. My parents used to have uh, like coaches parties. My dad's a high school football coach. And so we would have parties with coaches that I remember. Um, but I don't really know. I didn't really participate in those. Mm -hmm. I think the first time I partied, like as a verb, um, was <laughs> in uh, Port Aransas. Um, okay. Me and my sister dated cousins. And we lived in a small town. <laughs> and it was sort of just Your like. Your own cousins? No. Or a pair of cousins. A pair of cousins. Okay. We okay. dated a pair of cousins. Um, uh, we also earlier that year dated brothers, um, but then dated cousins, and uh, they <laughs> like brothers are too separating. We gotta yeah. go to cousins yeah. at least. Well, it was a small town. There was a lot to choose from, and <laughs> they took us down to uh, Port Aransas, and we had a. It was their family beach house, and it was my first time to drink alcohol, and I was fifteen, maybe. I feel like a beach house is like prime parties at. Like that is that is the oh, place yeah. to start. It's you know? the place to start, um, and I I drank. Um, vodka and pink lemonade out of one of those gallon jugs of pink lemonade that you get oh. at like the store cool. um i didn't drown in the ocean which good, was great good call um and then we they they tried to have us all play a game of strip poker but i was like everyone here is related <laughs> and i was just like i couldn't stop <laughs> just like why are, why don't we want to see each other naked we're all related this may be my first time it's with alcohol but i still have this logic <laughs> yeah. really strange um uh, so it didn't really happen because I kept just loudly objecting to like why. Which, which I mean, and the reason why you. was it yeah. was like we're the we're the sisters they want to see naked. I get now as an adult, but at the time I was just like, why you boys want to see each other naked? <laughs> I've already seen her naked. What, are you, like, <laughs> what do you have to gain out of this? <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first time I think partying. Okay, it was pretty lame. Uh, Josh did say a bathhouse does not require AC, so it will work very well in that location. <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably pr preferable that it yeah. be just steamy, right? Yeah, yeah. Does that building not have air conditioning? Not very good air conditioning. Huh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've only ever went when it was mangoes. And mm -hmm. Even when I went when it was mangoes, I just hung out outside. You so didn't hang out inside watch the watching bands? the bands? Rude. Well, I, on, I've got a... <laughs> I got a thing about live music. <laughs> man, my friends from high school are going to love this friggin' episode. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. Did you ever go to Mango's when it was a restaurant? I did. I actually did a play in there in, during the Houston Fringe Festival years Ooh. and years ago. Like, I think it was maybe the first year of the Fringe Festival. And I did a play, and it moved. We did it at Avant. We did it at Mango's. We did it at Numbers. And um, you are no stranger to the street intersection. <laughs> no, no stranger at all. I played this little girl in this like play that a, f a friend had written. It was like a new work, but there was a part where I had to eat something on st uh, on stage, and uh, part of my 
direction was to drop some of it and eat it off the floor. And I remember people just being like, Tracy, you just ate off the floor of numbers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was 19. I had no idea. Yeah. No, I just moved to Houston. I didn't and, and the plaque is still on the wall. <laughs> Tracy, the only person to eat off of the floor of numbers. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I only really went when it was a like punk venue. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. Saw many a grindcore shows yeah. there. I mean, to be fair, I'm like y'all. I only went when it was it was Mangoes. I just went to Mangoes like two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always to see my brother's band. Coog Radio had a party there once. I'm cool. I'm the cool one of this podcast. <laughs> okay. I want okay, everyone to know. Yeah, no. God. Ugh. Mr. All right. Cool mattress store owner. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. I'm gonna put bed bugs in every house in Houston. No, I'll be lining outside of. Clifton's comfy beds <laughs> that doesn't have bed bugs, despite <laughs> me keeping them in the back <laughs> to, to sabotage well, people. Well, you should just fill all the beds with bed bugs, and then Evan Rager's start a separate company. It's an extermination company. Oh, you are very good at this. You should replace <laughs> both of us. <laughs> I think you can run our business better. I just got to make sure they're like time release uh, flea eggs or bed bug eggs. So it's not like our whole store is just full of like, why aren't sales going up? And we're scratching everywhere. Right. It's got to be something well, no, that we're, happens in the Because truck we're scenario. the exterminators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the deliveries. In the deliveries yeah. when you. Oh. So our no. truck can be full of bed bugs. Our right? truck is made of <laughs> eggs. Like, if we get in a wreck, it just explodes. A bed bugs. bug is the delivery driver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to go back to this partying thing. Uh, Ned always asked about the evolution of partying. Right. Mm-hmm. So you went from there. You got any like memorable moments that led you to how you party now? <laughs> yeah. Greatest parties in Greatest the history parties. of Tracy. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's actually the the story about how I got my uh, chicken tattoo. That's oh, yes, right. excellent. So I have this stick and poke chicken tattoo on my right shin. Chicken poke, please. A chicken poke. <laughs> uh, I got it at a party um, that was the Feast of Fools was the theme of the party. <laughs> and Feast of Fools is this um, sort of pagan ritual of, of taking over religious um, buildings and doing kind of... Uh, anti-religious things in them so instead of burning incense you burn shoes the donkey <laughs> is the is the like uh, mascot of the feast of fools party it's sort of about absurdity and um people would gamble and have sex on the like um steps of a church and uh, 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 this is this idea behind this feast of fools and uh what, what fools <laughs> what fools uh and i went as a donkey to this party so i was a donkey i was a party ass <laughs> I say that I was a donkey. You can say party. I just did. <laughs> party, yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, I was wearing a donkey uh, headpiece and outfit, and my friend who was painted as a butterfly um, all across her like breasts and chest, um, who's also a midwife and a doula, so Ooh. a midwife and doula butterfly <laughs> and a party ass. Um, and walk she's into a bar. Walk into a bar. <laughs> we walk into this party, and she's doing stick and poke tattoos. And so I lie down in the library of the house that the party is in, and this butterfly starts tattooing a chicken onto this donkey, <laughs> right? And then that song, do you know that song that, hey, hey, we're the monkeys, the monkeys are always fooling, you know, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. all aware. That song starts playing, um, and a small capuchin monkey wearing a bow tie <laughs> and Uh-oh. suspenders Uh-oh. on a mini razor scooter, like a very small monkey-sized razor scooter, is, is this an actual monkey or this someone is, dressed this as? This is real. There's okay. a real monkey. <laughs> this is real, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> a tiny capuchin monkey rolls over, <laughs> stops, like right in front of me, lying down on the ground, this donkey getting, you know, tattooed by a butterfly, a chicken on, on their thigh. Right. And he just stops and looks at us for a little bit. 
and then just turns around and rolls away. <laughs> and that was probably the craziest party moment that I've ever had. Um, the, the monkey tipped its hat and yeah, said, like, and, and I thought I was the fool. Scoot <laughs> 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 it away. Yeah, it was just so such a surreal moment. And I won't talk about like what um, inebriance I was on or not on, but <laughs> I the whole time was just like, this is really happening. Mo. You know, yeah. just like, is, is this really happening? And and then it, it ended up really happening because, you know, about 20 minutes later, my tattoo was done and then my friend was using this had brought this capuchin monkey to propose to his partner with <sighs> the monkey like she loves monkeys and so i was like i didn't just dream this in like a haze this monkey was on really the floor here. yeah but the scooter never was <laughs> <laughs> how is that monkey so smoothly walking <laughs> he was on roller skates what are you talking about <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah what are you high it was a ripstick <laughs> <laughs> it was really impressive and just like such a funny I don't know. No, that's incredible. Of and <laughs> yeah. things and the person who was tattooing me was just gorgeous, you know, like yeah. a butterfly painting. It was beautiful. Were you're you're known to call people chickens yeah. all the time. That's why yeah. I got the tattoo. Is it okay? I was gonna say, was that what came first, the chicken or the chicken tattoo? The chicken came first. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how it started. I feel like I have always been on the constant search to find the right name to to call dear ones, you know, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. people that you love. Um, <laughs> And for a long time, that was pal, and I feel like that started to get a little condescending yeah. in a way. Pals, and cert- people could argue chickens a little condescending, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Especially if you make the sound afterwards, <laughs> like "Come on, chicken!" Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, Tracy." <laughs> I just think it's a funny term. It's just like a fun, endearing term that chickens are like. Every time I hear chicken, it immediately squishes everyone's head to like really skinny, and that makes it really charming to me. <laughs> like when you say like all these chickens here, I'm like, <laughs> we're goofy looking. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's definitely in the connotation. Yeah. Is like we're just a bunch of dingo. There's a bunch of you know. What what kind of like do you see little chicks or like what do you, what do you see? Would you call people chickens? chickens? Yeah. What what stands before you? I see fools. Just, <laughs> no, I mean I just see a like a a vast landscape of green and just a bunch of you know buddies just like running around and some of them are like huddled up in a group and they're having a cigarette and there's you know a few like oh hanging out lying on the ground you know, I imagine those, those we're, they're wearing those chicken goggles too <laughs> having a cigarette yeah. Yeah, no, i just think that chickens are a little goofy but they're also like really great animals and they're and they um you know produce delicious uh, <laughs> babies before they're fertilized, before those babies are fertilized, you know? I don't know. Chickens are, chickens are neat. Oh, no. You don't have to convince me. I'm pro-chicken. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now, this show about partying would not be uh, complete if we didn't ask about some kind of, you know, lower points in partying, specifically interactions with the police. Ooh. Have you ever had a yeah. party just busted by the cops? Party busted by the cops. Or or busked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just writing tickets at this <laughs> festival. <laughs> we'll trade. Uh, I don't know that I've ever had a cop situation at a party. No. That's good. You are I've been lucky. Like, I mean, yeah. I've been pulled over in questionable situations, but mm. not like in, at a party. where You've never like, had a party like... Running from the... Sa- even, even like a sound uh, thing... Oh, yeah. What do you yeah. call that? Noise complaint. Noise, noise complaint. complaint. <laughs> yeah, I had some uh, noise. We got a sound thing here. <laughs> What's going on? Duh, we're the cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, when I used to do a bunch of shows at the Jenner and stuff, there were sound complaints off okay, there. Yeah. But I wasn't the lease holder, so I didn't deal with those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just the host. <laughs> did, you, did you ever, 
you ever geek or freak when the cops come, or are you just like, all right, we'll deal we'll with be, this? Like, I think I mostly am just like, we'll, we'll deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Man, even this weekend, like when we were driving home, I saw like 10 cops. And I, just seeing a cop, I'm like, Ugh. Oh, I geek, I geek in my car. I yeah. geek normally. I like a big, like a, Event like a party where it's like a noise ordinance. I'm like, well, it's not going to do us any good to be freaked out. Like, yeah, it's fine. True. Especially yeah. to mostly where parties are happening, you got to keep your cool because they're going to compromise a lot of people mm-hmm. if yeah. you don't. Yeah. But when I'm in a vehicle or just out in the wild, seeing a police officer is horrifying. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Okay. Well, we didn't get busted by any cops. I mean, do you have any funny cop stories? We don't have to talk about the police if you don't <laughs> think there's anything funny about them. <laughs> I rarely find the police funny. I don't think I have any fun. I guess I, ugh, these are all just like t- stories from my ridiculous youth. The like, you know, the cousin dating. This is the same era. <laughs> they I, were both cops? No, it's just, Ridiculous youth too. Cousin like, dating. <laughs> it's just a funny, it's, I don't know if it's a funny story, but I was, when I was in high school, I inherited my, or my grandmother gave me her, uh, Mustang convertible. My grandmother Ooh, drove this crazy <laughs> yellow, like black top Mustang convertible um, that she got like in 1996 or something. And then she had it for years and then gave it to me like when I was in high school. And um, I had a bunch of girls in my uh, car with me. We had been going to, we were at a pool party at one of our friend's houses in the suburbs. And we were uh, driving back to another friend's house. And uh, we may or may not have been drinking. And but we just came from a pool party. Well, we get pulled over. The cop pulls us over. And when we're pulling over to the side, I instruct every 17-year-old girl in my car to take their shirt off because we're wearing our bathing suits. <laughs> and so we all take our shirts off. We're like, oh, officer, you know. And it's sad. But, like, that was just, like, I think what kept me from getting a ticket. Um, so being around cops is terrifying because, like, you know, shit like that could work. But you also, it's horrifying if it backfired or something, yeah, you know? Uh. I don't know. Authority makes me icky, feel icky. He's but like, I why are you in your swimsuits? Did you think you had to pool over? And you're like, okay. <laughs> We're we'll carpooling. La- we'll laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm writing y'all up for being a bunch of silly clowns. <laughs> I know. It was kind of gross, retrospectively. Sorry, this comedy show has a two <laughs> ticket minimum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, um, we we can get away from the cops. I don't know, you know. <laughs> can we get away can from we? the cops? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think we can. Find out tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, geez. Wait, James said some stuff. Oh, he said, he said, rip to Disco Hospital, a Feast of Fools location. Rest in peace to Disco oh. Hospital. That's where the uh, Feast of Fools took place, was at a house called the Disco Hospital. I really like that name. Yeah. I love house venue names so I, we, much. We went. We first partied together at the uh, dentist office. Doctor's Doctor. office. Doctor's yeah, office. Place, but it was yeah. an old dentist office. Yeah. Man. Oh, doctor's office. <laughs> I love that place. Mm-hmm. I had some really fun times there. <laughs> yeah. 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 What was that restaurant across the street from uh, Doctor's oh, office? Oh, it, it has a new name now, though, I thought. Uh, right? It's been rebranded recently, but it's like a really nice. Yeah, it's fancy. Place. Whatever it was before, I think I showed him mm-hmm. my butt one time. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Ned, I said, eat this rump roast. <laughs> we, we, we could admit it since with we this were there. Rump, oh no, toast. Uh, no. We had uh, we had uh, two friends with us, and we were just like dancing in the streets, and they kept staring at us. And me and Ned were younger than these friends. We were like, <laughs> you know, it'd be funny. And I'm pretty sure you showed your butt. Yeah, if we show our bathroom parts. <laughs> <laughs> You know we need to take those bathroom parts yeah. right up the road oh, uh, to the new bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> DIY bathroom party. What are, what are you going to call this bathhouse? <laughs> the DIY bathroom party. <laughs> so it'll no, have the charm of a house venue, um, but it'll still have the like 
you know. Not a lot of bathhouse venues. Yeah, not a lot of bathhouse. <laughs> yeah. The sleaze of a bathhouse venue. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the rustic comfort. I don't know. U of H. Ooh, rustic comfort's a good name for a bathhouse. U of H has a sauna. We should just like go do a pop-up show there and like, surprise <laughs> everyone. I bet we could pull it off. Are you, is your recorder uh, steam resistant? That's what I was trying to think. Like, if the music or, or, or like any of the technology could last in a bathhouse. Oh, um, I guess it'd have to be acoustic. all acoustic. No, yeah. just, you just have live performers, Ooh. strings only, oh, or, a, or 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 um, woodwinds. A bathhouse Ooh. would have really good uh, acoustics too. I feel like all those baths would vibrate. Yeah, but they're so small. Yeah. They're about the size of the studio here. The tubs? The 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 sauna I know of at your uh, age. Oh. I don't know. I guess Rice has a bigger sauna or something. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, where's the biggest uh, campus sauna in Texas? Big, or does it have to be <laughs> a campus sauna? If you know where the biggest get, sauna is in Texas. We could get like a one-month free trial thing like at a gym and use their sauna. And uh, just bring a recorder in there. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And we're like, welcome to F and Rager. <laughs> Whatever we're doing, we're doing for a month. And yeah, we're out of here. Welcome to Sweat and Rager. <laughs> oh, that should be our gym show. We okay, so every time we come up with a new idea for the FM Rager brand, we got to give it. That's why we call it the FM Wager. We've that's got, that's why this show is called FM Rager, is because it's our radio show. So. And you know, name the show for the spot you want, not yeah, the spot yeah. you have. Wait, yeah. what did what did you say about knowing your audience before? Was know your onions. <laughs> know your onions. <laughs> know your onions. <laughs> yeah, um, but if you've ever had an idea for. Raging stuff for some sort of I dumb pun on Evan Rager. We'll figure out a way to make it a show. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We do our live show. We call Evan Stagers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we got the Rager Pager. Rager Pager's the Zine. No, that's the oh, F that's the Evan Pager. I'm sorry, Rager Pagers <laughs> our answering machine. Yeah, that uh, nobody calls. Yeah, What's the guys, number for that? call nine one zero. Hi, Rager. <laughs> Leave us a voicemail, and we will play it on air. We have made this promise o- yeah. all the time, and say, no one does Say it. some bathroom words. We don't care. We'll bleep them out. And if you're just joining in, and you've got an idea for oh. what? The, the restaurant was Oxart. Oxart, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Who ripped 1816 Calumet, another house show. Gosh. Or oh, house yeah. venue, not show. I oh, party yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, did a Boys to Boys party there. Mm-hmm. I went to a Walpurgis Noct party there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever go to Calumet? I did. Yeah. I think only like once, though. I only got to go there like once yeah, or twice. For, it was like such pretty cool, you know, oh, like the cool guys cool. hung out there. Yeah. I get it. You were too busy at Mangoes. It's not even there anymore. That's how cool it is. <laughs> Isn't it like torn down? Yeah. 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 That's they, the coolest. They blew it up. That's what happened to my old house. I miss it. Oh. There's a mansion there, and I give him the bird every time. My bathroom finger. <laughs> 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 give him my bathroom finger. Oh, it's your God. dirty chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty chickens are even cute. I love it. I want to be a dirty chicken. Uh, right? Yeah. They've been playing in the mud with the pigs. <laughs> no big deal. Tracy, is there any... You do everything, or at least I feel like I've seen you do everything. I've seen you do public readings. I've seen you interpret other people's performances, music, poetry, comedy. I've seen you run the gamut on creative work. Is there anything that you haven't gotten to what's yet? What's freaking what's that, next? Yeah, what's that <laughs> Kilimanjaro? What's coming up for Tracy? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think... um. I'm sort of at this uh, interesting transition point in my life right now where like kind of what I was doing for a long time is sort of like transitioning. And that's kind of the terrifying question I feel like is like, well, what, what do I, what do I want? You know, like yeah. versus I think so much of uh, what I've been doing has just been like, uh, been presented with a challenge sort of and been like, oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And yeah. now I kind of, I think I'm in the place where I get to call the shots on what my challenges are going to be. And yeah, that's horrifying. Open to you. Yeah. But, but you're extremely capable. Like, I feel like you'll be able to knock out whatever you try. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen you do anything poorly. 
Like everything I've seen you do on stage, like you kill it. And then the other stuff I've seen you do, the shows I've seen you help produce. Yeah, you bring your A game. I think that you'll do whatever you want to do. Thank yeah, you. like I mean, if you want to take our radio show, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what's yeah. on the horizon for me. That's you all should I got get a radio <laughs> show. What would your radio show be? Ooh, um, my radio Bath show. Bathhouse hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, oh my. Yeah. It's just yeah, me in a bathtub. <laughs> um, that's it. Uh, that's all there is. You know, if, if no one calls in, I threaten really dark jokes. I talk about I have a toaster nearby. <laughs> you know, it's like it's Would you have guests? Would yeah, you have in the like, oh, in the yes. bath? Oh, yes. would you have this. like a guest bath or they have, to, I, I guess, I don't know. Um, actually, I don't know if any of y'all have ever done this, but have any of y'all ever taken a platonic bath? No, we, no have we haven't. We have a Clawfoot bathtub at the house. Yeah. Oh gosh. We probably okay. should. We've got, I don't I know mean, who's going to get the, the faucet into their spine, though. I feel <laughs> like we've gotten into oh, like, pools or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, platonic baths, you don't necessarily have to. I know mean, you're worried about the faucet to the spine, but you can also sit. You know where you where you have your legs hanging over the side of it, and you're uh, like side by yeah. side like it's a couch. Oh, I think yeah, we can probably do that. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, Our tub's not super been, big. We've been getting into bath bombs lately, oh, cool. so that works. Yeah, yeah. Y'all should do yeah. a show in the bathtub. I really like platonic baths. I also like sexy time baths, but platonic baths are really cool. If you're just like, oh, it's my friend, and we both like baths, and we have this bottle of wine, and we're gonna like listen to some music. Okay. And splasher, baby. <laughs> and, I mean, and if you're insecure or like, you know, you need a, a training wheels for your platonic bath, you can always wear a bathing suit. No one's gonna judge you. <laughs> it's okay, you know. We yeah, could do yeah, the show. We've never seen each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say? What? Oh, I was saying we could sh- we could do the radio show there, like one of the uh, the what is the show that we do at home called? <laughs> Does uh, that have a dumb pun? F and Rager Nights. Oh, okay. <laughs> How did we not come up with a pun for that? <laughs> I we were tired. <laughs> we had a lot of work to do for that. Uh, hey, again, we are taking ideas for uh, the old mangoes building that we're buying. If you have any ideas for a business, we should start. Uh, we'll come up with a silly pun for it. So yeah, go ahead and yeah. give us a call at 713-526-8737. And give us your pitch. We're Shark Tank tonight. Come, come on. on. Oh, that's the thing we could open is a Shark Tank business where you come in and you pitch stuff and it's just a bunch of investors <laughs> in a dingy old hall. <laughs> <laughs> Do nothing to the building. Yeah. Just, just little, the remnants of Cajun. Like, petting a possum. <laughs> I think we got a comment there. What's going on? L- Lindsay says, uh, oh, remember Keenan's bathtub character on all that? I was thinking the same thing. What was that? Keenan Thompson, he was, he was wearing like a raincoat and he would speak French in That's his right. bathtub. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the character. There was this um, really amazing bathroom piece of art in this house that I nannied in in L.A. And it was um, this sculpture of a little man in a bathtub and he was like very rotund so his head's in the bathtub and then his little belly sticks out of the bathtub and do you know what else stuck out of the bathtub uh, his, yes no. and it no. was like his, not his bathroom wiener his bathroom wiener and it was and it was my aunt Aaron listens to this show come on and it was in this like kid that I knew in his grandma's bathroom and he used to every time we had to brush his teeth in that bathroom he'd be like Tracy <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a man in the bathtub. He's like, no, but look. And I'm like, I just, I don't see what's so funny. Just a weird looking ducky. <laughs> oh, it was everyday French with Pierre Escargot. <laughs> oh man, we really hated the French back then. <laughs> yeah. Stick it to them. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, of course, we knew now referred to that show as uh, Everyday Freedom with uh, <laughs> American the, Flag Eagle. <laughs> we've talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but we've talked about it. All that is coming back. Is it? Oh, Kel, yeah, yeah. Kel Mitchell is producing. A, like with them grown up? 
Uh, oh, he, he's pretty, a it's a new cast of kids. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think some classic cast members will come back on cameos and stuff like that, which would. But it, but it's co-produced by Keenan and Kel, which is like the most charming thing I've ever oh heard in my, my life. Yeah, <laughs> that's super yeah. wholesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, think about Keenan. He started off there, and now he's just he holds the record for how oh, long yeah, he's been yeah, on yeah. SNL, and he's great. I love Keenan on yeah. SNL and Kel. He's been around. He, he did that movie Ganked. <laughs> Wait, what? He did a movie called Ganked. What's it about? He gets ganked. It's like it's like a. What does ganked mean? Uh, what is ganked mean? Is it uh, like being yanked, but by no? It's it's ghosts? like well, no, ganked is like it's it's the equivalent of like pwned or owned. Uh, you got ganked. Like or or getting got. Like you get ganked. Oh. But it but it, the movie itself was like um. Uh, uh, Big Fat Liar, the same thing. I think he writes a song and someone steals the song and gets famous off of it. And he's like, I got ganked. <laughs> and then and then his dad, who's played by him, is like, you got ganked. <laughs> and then credits roll. Cal, 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 Cal. <laughs> Cal as Cal. Yeah. Produced by Cal. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've never seen ganked. And I still don't even know if it's I real. It's no, it's, it's term, real. Though, yeah. That I want to start incorporating you should you should try it gank I like, it come, I like come, terms. Down, come down to my business uh shark gank uh, shark <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like ganked that's good oh man okay how much time do we got here 842 mm-hmm. okay uh i have i don't know <laughs> okay well let's let's marinate on this i was thinking about the new york gankies Oh, the Gankies. Oh, yeah, so we want to throw that. out more gank stuff no well, i was just i was throwing that out there new york gankies yeah okay <laughs> All right. Um, uh, ganky. Well, that's the same thing. Um, uh, oh, if you're really good at it, you could be a ganker chief. What? A chief of oh. ganking. Oh. <laughs> but also Damn it. something you wear around the neck. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not equipped for you today. It's been a Monday. I was telling Tracy <laughs> before the show. But sometimes you, you uh, get a sore in your mouth and it's a ganker sore. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of fits. It's ganking your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> What you got, Connor? <laughs> uh, I was thinking of either Gank Hill or Shaw Gank Redemption. <laughs> I like uh, Shaw Gank. Yeah, that's why my head was in my hands, because I'm bad at this game. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, uh, I I was going somewhere with the all that thing, because reboots and revivals are they're just nonstop. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going, we've been seeing all these superhero movies lately. And I, I don't take you for someone who's into this revival of all these different into the reboots. shows. Yeah. Um, well, I am into revivals because I grew up in the Deep South. So. <laughs> parties for God. You love parties. Give me a tent. Give me I a thing to believe that. in. I, I'm from the Deep South. I didn't know that. Where? Yeah, where's your, where's your Deep South? Oh, no. I, I, I'm not going to any revivals. That was just for fun. Um, Damn it. <laughs> uh, how do I feel about re- revivals and reboots? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not a big, like... More grit? <laughs> um, True grit. Was, oh yeah, was, that was, was really good. Yeah, a, a revamp, really and I really enjoyed it. I did. Too. I will say that I really thought the original um, uh, prota- protagonist, young girl in the original John Wayne film, is just horrifyingly obnoxious. <laughs> and I think that's just like representative of the time that this like really sh- like strong, headstrong, powerful young girl like couldn't be likable. That she had to just be kind of obnoxious and terrible because yeah. you know we don't want to write women who are headstrong and she had to be a know it all. Yeah, and yeah. like the and I feel like the Coen Brothers. It was they did it right. Chris? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that they're she was excellent and so d- dynamic and lovable. So yeah. not, not only that, but the, the the original novel by Charles Portis, he, it, it was much more in line with the Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. They rewrote it for the John Wayne movie, and so it was like, and at the end, 
I learned my lesson that other guy didn't die, and Rooster Cogburn cured his alcoholism. And it was dumb. Yeah. John Wayne got an Oscar for that movie. See, I'm a sucker for John Wayne, though. I think I think really? that was the one where they're like, mm-hmm. he needs the Oscar. Like they gave it to him yeah. for that movie. I think that was his last movie. It. Yeah. <laughs> My dad really liked John Wayne, and so it was sort of uh, he had this cardboard cutout of him um, <laughs> that he would keep on the porch. Um, and that my mother would always try to like lose during a move, you know. She was <laughs> like, "Well, we lost it during the move," and then you just order another one. And so I don't know. I think John Wayne's sort of like in my bones, but he's kind of just like this hacky, funny, just yeah, like actor. Yeah. That's why I love him. Um, that remake, I like. Pretty pretty ace. Yeah, I think I think yeah. they need to. I think they should reboot Mangoes. <laughs> that <laughs> yes. should be what happens in All this. Right. Yeah, I think dark it, and gritty reboot. I think yeah. it's settled. Our new business is just going to be Mangoes. Mangoes. We're going to reboot Mangoes. Yeah. All right. It's it's the it's the new and improved. It's the it's the right Mangoes. There's got to be something there about <laughs> yeah. like the second time around. Like it's juicier. It's riper. Mang. Where does the time go? <laughs> oh oh. oh. oh sh- all right uh this isn't good listen tracy what so remember how we were talking about comps we did not want to put you in this position ned and i have a laundry list of warrants out for our arrest especially uh on that laundry list we stole from the police and that knock sounded exactly like uh cops the brunt knuckles (laughs) of a police officer so ned and i are gonna go could you talk to them could you just talk to them real quick yeah yeah yeah. is that cool okay all right i don't normally like to Okay. okay, thanks. All right. Mm-hmm. Open up. Uh, hey. O- open up. Yeah. Can, can you open the door? Oh. We can only <laughs> This door is... Okay, first things loud. first. As HPD, I, I say you should get some WD-40 uh, for that door. That door creaked louder than the noise complaint that we got that brought us here in the first place. Yeah, we've had a... We've heard tell of a, a large rager. It sounded like a bunch of chickens. Bakken, uh, so we wanted to get to the bottom of this. Um, uh, chickens balking? Yeah, we just yeah. wanted to know uh, one: how many chickens are in this domicile, and two: do you have a permit for these chickens? Uh, could you could you give me an example of what the sound complaint was? Well, we had, we had a couple people call in. Uh, one, one of the chickens sounded like this. The call that I got, uh, the chicken started like sounded like a. I heard one of them go. I don't know if it was a chicken or something, but that's just the call we got. Okay. Know, so, um, well, do you have anything in here that sounds like that? Uh, you know, no, I don't think so. All of our chickens um, here uh, sound a little more like. <laughs> <laughs> so I. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I was just thinking about a Bazooka Joe comic I saw the other day. Oh, I remember that one. That's what I am also thinking of. Tell me about it. Oh, about the joke? Yes. Please tell her. So, Bazooka uh, was walking down the street and he was pushing a hula hoop with one of those sticks. Mm -hmm. And uh, a chicken jumps through it and someone says, Coop, chicken coop, more like chicken hoop. <laughs> it was so goddamn funny, man. Uh, I, t- I took out my gun, just started shooting it up in the air. I don't care who I offended. I love that joke. Oh, officer, I love to see a man in uniform with a sense of humor. Well, that's the only re- reason we're laughing, not because we're unprofessionals. <laughs> anyway, sounds like uh, there's no chickens here that yep. we got called about. No, nope. certainly not a chicken party. Yeah, Must be that weird chicken coop down the street. Yeah, yeah. what is with that chicken dupe down the street? It used to be mango. All right, we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Oh, Tracy, thanks so much. How did it go? We heard heard chicken sounds. Were you trying to bargain with them, or what was that? Well, um, they thought that they heard chickens here. 
And I said, really? And then I said, show, sh- show me the chicken noises, you know? You, did you make them clock like a chicken? Oh, I made them clock. Oh yeah, I, I, bet, I bet one of them went like this. Man. I've seen unseen about everything, but I've never seen a pig's cluck. <laughs> okay. All right. It's getting close to our last segment of the night. <laughs> Tracy. Yeah. Um, I hope that. Ar- arguably the most this. important segment of the night. She'll like it. All right. Cool. Well, here we go. I want a new plug. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> Tell me all the stuff you're doing after I sing this song. All right, Tracy, what do you have to plug today? Ooh, some plugs. This is a good <laughs> segment. Yeah, it started as a joke. You like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if we're going down the street, we got a bunch of drains. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we should open a chicken coop there. <laughs> I guess so. It's got an outdoors. Yeah. Should do it. Um, what do I have going on? Let's see. Um, oh, on 420, there's the, well, what is it? Poop face poetry poop, night? Poop face poetry. Poop face poetry. <laughs> and the FB. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, workshopping and performing at the poop face poetry night, um, which I've done for, I don't know, four or five, four years now? Ooh, Long time. Nice. Last last yeah. year was my first year doing it. I so wasn't I'm, there last year. Last year was my oh, first year to miss. <laughs> Are you going to perform this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe I missed you last year. I must have been cross-eyed. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't there last year. No, that's what I'm saying. I miss, I didn't see you there. I was cross-eyed. No, because I wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was poop-faced. Um, no, uh, yeah, I'll be there this year as well. Cool. I'm very stoked. I think I'm making a costume for Raul before he performs, which I'm really stoked. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm doing poop-faced. Um, and then I have a show that I'm really excited about on... Uh, 425, so that's April 25th on a Thursday night, Um, and it's at Insomnia. uh, Insomnia. How about a month of April? Everyone's just like, yeah, dude, it's like 4-3, it'll be at 8 p.m. 425. Yeah, it's going to be at Insomnia, and uh, I'll be performing some sound and poetry stuff, and then uh, Purse F1 who is a rapper and producer here in town, is going to be performing as well. And she's Sick. amazing. And then um, my friend from Los Angeles, uh, uh, Davey, he performs as Charmaine's Names. And it's like lo-fi pop with jazz horns. And he's a, this beautiful crooner. And he'll like sit in your lap and sing you a song. Oh, cool. Um, that sounds great. That's yeah. on the 25th? The 25th. Where mm-hmm. is that? Insomnia Gallery. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. Now, if people want to find more information on this stuff, where can they find you on social media? Oh, cool. So, uh, you find me on Instagram at Tracy Lavoice. So, that's T-R-A-C-I-L-A-V-O-I-S. And then I'm on Facebook as Tracy Lavoice Tebow. Um I don't really nice. have like a oh, comprehensive when, website. When when do you uh, when do you busk? Oh, I busk um, Saturday mornings at the Urban Harvest Farmers Market, um, and it is at eight a.m. to noon every Saturday morning. Where, where is that again? That's like off Kirby. It used to be off of Kirby. Oh, did you move? It, it moved over to uh, the church school that where Rushmore was filmed off of Alabama. Oh, Alabama, <laughs> and what's that school called? Uh, Saint. Michael, St. John's. St. Thomas. St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Yeah, Yeah, it's in the uh, parking lot behind the St. Thomas High School. Nice. Cool. Yeah, and it's really great and a lot of fun. And you can bring dogs. You couldn't at the old location for some reason, but now you can bring dogs. Oh, all right. (laughs) Uh, Probably my favorite thing about the uh, dog situation there is there's this one really uh, 
curly white dog that um, is t- has to stay tied up outside of the entrance to the farmer's market because he was banned from the farmer's <laughs> market <laughs> for oh. peeing on people's like produce oh, and no. tents. <laughs> and so his owners still come and just leave him tied up right outside. So come see that sad dog and <laughs> I'll write you a poem. I love it. <laughs> Connor, what about you? What do you got going on? Uh, why don't you go first, buddy? Oh, okay. Uh, I've got uh, this weekend. Uh, so every Thursday I perform in Futile Society Improv at Seeker Group at 8 p.m., $5 all the time. Except for this week, uh, I'll be performing at Discovery Green for the Art Car Parade uh, preview party. And then Friday night, Art Car Ball. I'll just be there. Find me. Uh, Saturday, Swimmer Department will be playing the Art Car Parade at a stage that I don't know the name of yet. Okay. <laughs> the entrance of it, I believe. Uh, and then Sunday night, we're playing with Gooch Palms over at Donkey Paw Screen Print, and that's going to be a cool show. Yeah. Great. What about you? All right. For me, uh, next week, I will be hosting Grown Up Storytime. Uh, that will be at Rogers on Tuesday at uh, 8 p.m., I got something really fun and kooky planned. Uh, so kooky, you say? Uh, you got to go out there and pay to cover, <laughs> and then you can wow. see it. Um, and other than that, um, you can find me at all the things that Ned's doing. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't really have anything to plug. As always, I'm at Cliftocurrency on Instagram, at Connor Clifton on Twitter. Um, now, I'm going to try something here. Tracy, we wanted to play a song of yours on the radio show, but... The name itself is a no-no that we cannot say. It's one of those bathroom words. So what I'm going to do for the podcast listeners is I'm just going to say it. I'm going to hit the dump button. So if you're listening live at home, you're not going to be able to hear the name of the song. Sorry. but Unless you're listening on Facebook, then you'll be able to hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the name of the song that we are about to play is called, hang on, I already got the <laughs> adverb wrong. <laughs> Any shitty sedan. Gonna hit this dump button. Yeah. All right. We lose it if we don't use it. Oh, man. The name of that song is so wild. (laughs) My ears feel like bathrooms. (laughs) All right, Tracy, we got a few minutes. Can you tell me about this song before we start playing it for the uh, podcast listeners? Yeah, definitely. So uh, it was written and most of the sounds from it recorded during Hurricane Harvey. Um, I was uh, stayed staying with James Templeton at the time and his uh, daughter, and because uh, I was scared to be like alone during all of the flooding. And um, so anyway, I recorded the poem there um, at his house. And uh, separately, James Templeton, who's Lim and Emily Eyre, they we all recorded sounds of frogs and sounds of like rain. And we'd all without kind of telling each other had all these recordings. And then I sent them both this uh, kind of song that I created and they both added on to it. And it kind of oh, turned into this like a awesome. year later. We were still kind of like adding on to this piece. And then, um, yeah, we put it all together. Emily recorded most of the vocals, I think, like at a bus stop in the days after Harvey, which mm. is really cool. They were just standing outside a bus stop, like, belting <laughs> into their phone, uh, which I just love that imagery of just, like, the, you know, like, the flooded city and just yeah. Emily just singing at the top of their lungs, you know. So Now, did James know. do this song as Lim? Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, we, we build it as, like, Lim, Air, Tebow. So the three of us. Sick. Yeah. All right. Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Tracy, I want to thank you so much for coming under the show. Yeah, thank I you. I want to have you back soon. And I want to thank everyone out there for listening. And this is Any Shitty Sedan by Tracy uh, Templeton. So Tebow, Hair, and Lim. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> <All> Bye. <right>. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Any shitty sedan.
slowly filling with water. I like to go outside. Go outside. to put a net over it and we can see sharks and dolphins and water and we can see tents and we can sit down and eat a lot of noise. 